Hey guys, welcome to our lifestyle and young entrepreneurial podcast. Not only do we provide you with the tools to scale your business, but we also inspire you to become the best possible version of yourself, step outside of your comfort zone, and challenge yourself to create the life you've always dreamed of. All right, let's introduce ourselves. I'm Abby, an Iowa girl who packed up her things and headed to Arizona to build the life that she has always wanted. With her business marketing major and entrepreneurial mindset, here to offer her real world experiences and inspiration. And I'm Kyleen, a mid-20s gal obsessed with all things health and business, who could talk your ears off about anything motherhood and lifestyle related, and whose biggest passion is to encourage others to go after their dream life. Basically, we are your new best friends, and we will be here with you every step of the way. We are the The Go Go Get Get It Girl Girl Podcast. Podcast. to take a quick break to talk about today's sponsor manscaped if you don't know manscaped is a men's grooming company that provides all of your grooming needs like their men's trimmer deodorant and toner these formulations are all vegan cruelty free dye free sulfate free and paraben free so you know his manhood is in good hands the men in our life recently tried manscaped and you guys they are loving it it is the perfect gift for any occasion for any man in your life Two million men are already trusting Manscaped products to groom, so make sure your man is one of them. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code GOGETITGIRL at manscaped.com. Once again, get 20% off plus free shipping with the code GOGETITGIRL at manscaped.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Go Get It Girl podcast. If you are new here, I am Abby. And I'm Kayleen. We are so excited to have you all here today listening because we have our first guest um, for almost a year. And I just wanted to add that we decided to be super picky and intentional with who we are interviewing because we really want our interviews to offer quality content to you guys. So we're hoping to have some more interviews um, coming in the future. But um, yeah, I'm super excited about today's interview. We... It's such a good conversation. We already recorded it and I'm obsessed with it. I want to like go back and listen to it like a hundred times. You guys, seriously, like it's a good one. I feel like it is for every aspect of life. There's so many good like little gems and tips on routines and on motivation and work-life balance and just so many different things that even if you're not into like social media, I promise you, you can get something out of this episode. Um, Jessica is just seriously such a inspirational and a light in like the room. I mean, we did this virtually, but like, I just like felt her presence and the interview went so freaking well. I was trying to just like, not be like, Oh my God, I love that. I love that. I love that. (laughs) And yeah, no, it's, it's seriously so good. We left the interview like wow we are so inspired we were saying how like there's all this stuff we want to go do but like obviously we can't because we had to like continue working but like oh our inspiration was just like it was blooming no she killed it and I feel like you can tell she's like she knows how to speak because she was like able just to carry the conversation and I don't know it just felt super natural and I hope that you guys can see that reflection in the interview and that you guys enjoy it as much as we did because it seriously was probably one of my favorite ones, which I know is, I don't want that to be rude to say, but like, 
she did such a good job and maybe it was just because it's been a while since we've interviewed, but we had the best time. So we won't go on too much about that. It's a great interview. We promise you guys are going to love it. But before we get into that, we're going to jump into a little recap um, of the week. And actually I'm going to start and it's going to be something that's happening this weekend. Not that's happened yet, if that makes sense. But uh, I am going to California this weekend. It is Friday when we're recording this and I'm leaving on Sunday and I'm going to be there until Wednesday And I am just so freaking stoked to be on the beach. I cannot wait to put my feet in the sand and just relax and just kind of rewind because I feel like, as you guys have known, I've been in this funk for a long time. And I'm really hoping that this vacation is what I need to just kind of pull myself out of it. I feel like whenever I get home from vacations, I'm always like super inspired to just like get back into a good routine and get going. And so that is my plan. I was watching a video yesterday about a girl waking up at 5 a.m. for a month. And she didn't always wake up at five, but she just like kept trying to. And after a month she did it and she has two kids. And I just feel like that's like what I need to do in order to have more time and be more productive. So that's my plan on what to do once I get back. So super excited about that. I don't know if you have anything to add, Abby. Yeah. Okay. So I didn't really write an update, but um, this last week I was like a little sick and it's also my like peak photography season. So I'm feeling a little like... I got work to do. You're getting slapped in the face, yeah. <laughs> I know. Luckily, I kind of like, in the beginning of the week, got a lot of editing done, and then I got sick, and then I was like, oh, crap, like, so then now I'm like, not behind, but like, not where I thought I would be at the end of the week, you know? You're hoping you'd be more ahead. Yeah. Yeah, so not a super big deal. Um, I feel like I don't have anything really exciting coming up, other than... Anthony's graduating in a month, which is so crazy. So we're like planning Dude, his that graduation. Is insane. I Why did know. I think it wasn't this year? Why did I it's, think it was next year? It's unreal. It's literally here. Like I That's I crazy. Blue I by. bet you he's so stoked. <laughs> oh, I think we all are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like it's yeah. We're ready That's to awesome. be done and kind of like, you know, settle down and figure out our life. But yeah, I think that's all I really have for my update. Um But I kind of wanted to touch on some things before we get into the interview. Today we are interviewing Jess Bowie. She is the creator of the Instagram that is at the.orange.home. And she not only runs her own personal blog slash slash influencer life, but she also has a full-time marketing job. And she started her blog at the start of COVID and now she has over 125,000 followers on Instagram, which is like unreal that's like crazy growth she is seriously like a woman of many talents and it's so inspiring to follow i highly recommend if you're listening to this episode and you don't follow her go check her out on instagram so you kind of have like an idea of who she is and the content that she creates before we get into this interview Um, i love doing that because i feel like it really gives me a better idea as to who i'm listening to speak um, but we thought she would be an awesome guest for you guys, and we have already recorded the interview, like we said, and it's such a good one. Yeah, I'm super excited, too, because I have quickly become super obsessed with her account. If you guys don't know, little fun fact, the barn door that I made in our master bedroom is actually from Jessica. It's I would say it's inspo, but I literally just sent a video to the guy who made it and he copied it. (laughs) Um, But Abby sent me that and I was like, yep, that's what I'm making. And so I quickly followed her and it was funny because I noticed that like one of my best friends follows her 
and my friend has like the best style. So I was like, oh my gosh, if Ashley's following her and like, I, I'm going <laughs> to love everything that she has. And she has not disappointed. She seriously shows up on her stories daily and just like brings me inspiration and motivation and I could go on and on I clearly am obsessed with her but (laughs) I am too I literally want everyone to follow her like people that like I'm friends with I like send her um her like stories and photos and stuff I'm like look how freaking cool this is like it's just so inspiring yeah um and also fun fact that I actually worked under her um in my college job and she always has like the coolest ideas and like the best style and she's just like an awesome boss in person to look up to so i'm just really excited to interview her and have you guys listen to it and have you as a guest no you guys are seriously gonna love it and i feel like you guys have heard that enough from us already (laughs) we clearly love the episode so we have a girl crush now okay Um. yes huge girl crush love talking to her let's jump on into the interview with jess Bowie. I'm sure by now you guys have all heard that turmeric is a superfood you need to add to your diet, and that is why we are so excited about today's sponsor, Leafy Organics. Prana by Leafy Organics is the most effective and best-tasting turmeric supplement. The power of this elixir has helped many people combat congestion, inflammatory pain, poor digestion, and many other ailments. Liquid supplements are far more effective and bioavailable than pills and powders, and not only do they often contain a broader range of nutrients, their absorption begins in the mouth and doesn't rely on making it through the harsh environment of the stomach. Not to mention this product is organic and sourced from non-GMO farmers in the U.S. If you guys are interested, use code GOGETITGIRL for 15% off your first order at leafyorganics.com. That's 15% off your first order with code GOGETITGIRL at L-E-E-F-Y-O-R-G-A-N-I-C-S dot com. Hello, Jess, and welcome to the Go Get It Girl podcast. We are so excited to have you here today. Thank you. Honored to be here. (laughs) For those of us who don't know you, we would love to just know all things Jess. So like, what was your childhood like? What are some of your favorite things to do? How did you get where you are today? I know this is like a super loaded question, but like anything you feel like telling us, we'd love to hear. Yeah, totally. So um, my name's Jessica. I am a Phoenix local here, actually um, working full-time for a CPG brand. Um, I recently just picked up a passion project called The Orange Home. I'm still learning the ways here, but um, basically sharing all things about our home and how we enjoy it. Um, childhood, that's a really funny question because I don't even, well, A, like, it feels so long ago. So what, what <laughs> childhood? Um, but yeah, it was an interesting one, especially in recent times, learning about friends and their childhood and in their upbringing. Mine was very different. I am a first generation here um, with my family, first first person to be born in the United States, so raised by immigrants. Um and so that was really interesting and a lot of fun and, and very different when I learned about my friend's upbringing. So, um, yeah, my parents came over here during the fall of Saigon after the Vietnam War. Um, so, you know, coming from nothing and then to being able to enjoy life with them now has been such an honor. So, yeah, that's a little bit about my childhood. Uh, favorite things to do. I mean, 
I just love, I've learned that I'm a very big homebody in the past year. I'm sure everyone has learned that about themselves too, but I am very much so aligned with your guys' mission. Get Go get it, girl. You know, like I love to get shit done, check things off my list. Um, for fun, I love hot yoga. Same with Abby. Yes. Um, but I also love relaxing. I, and again, I love hosting. Um, and I think that's a lot of what I love to do on my blog and, and I love having people over. Um, so that's something I love to do and how I got here. Is that one of your questions? How I got here? Yes. Um, I'm not sure exactly what here is yet. I'm still identifying that, but, um, you know, I just love finding opportunities and really, um, finding ways to rise upon those opportunities. I went to ASU. I think you both went to ASU, right? I did. Yeah. Yes. Um, And then I worked part-time in college and stayed within that brand all throughout my professional career. So um, been a couple different roles from, you know, marketing to analytics to sales. And now I'm able to head up the brand here in Phoenix and also have my passion project. So yeah, that's a little bit about me in a a quick summary. Okay, I have a quick question because I feel like the fact that you are first generation is like not very common. And I'm just curious, like, what do your parents think of like your life now? Like, I'm sure it's so crazy to them that you can do things on social media when they came from their background. Like, I bet that's just insane to them. Yes. Like literally when I first started the Orange Home, my dad's first questions were like, why do people follow you? Like, I don't understand (laughs) why people want to hear about this and you know he he's actually a big media consumer himself with like YouTube and like I think that's a a lot how he's learned about American lifestyle and and recipes and like things like that he can consuming a lot of that from YouTube and stuff like that so um he was very like open to it and both my parents were very like you know okay like this is this is the success and they saw like, you know, the growth from it. So yeah, I mean, I think me being the first child to have sleepovers and, you know, like request spaghetti and not (laughs) things like that from the beginning has been such an adventure for them. Um, Even from, you know, naming me Jessica versus a Vietnamese name, like that was like something that they, you know, started from the beginning, knew that their lives were going to be completely different. And it's just been such a learning for them and us. And also really fun for us to, um, you know, adapt as immigrants here, you know, so. What's your they are... name? Oh, sorry. Sorry, Abby. <laughs> Did you not hear either of us? I'm so sorry. Oh. Oh, what, is your, what is your Vietnamese name? I can't even say that properly. Vietnamese name is Jum. Um, cool. okay. They call me Jummy as like a nickname for it. Is yeah. that what Abby called you? No, she calls me Bowie, my last name. Oh, okay. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> that's Sorry. how everyone oh, referred to her. So that's just, yeah. It's Bowie. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Also, your parents are the cutest. You always post them on their Instagram and I'm like, oh, they're so cute. They help you out <laughs> so much. I'm like, I wish my parents lived near me. I know. I'm really lucky. And I used to live in LA and SoCal for um, five years so moving back was such an honor just to be close to them and you know having them 
enjoy this new adventure like of our new house and you know things like that so it's been so nice to be close to them again and they're very much so like hosters themselves like they the I mean the backbone of them coming to America was sacrificing everything and coming here and so that's just how they are like you know so that I feel like I kind of adopted that of like I wanted I feel like I'm like hosting people and like you know um always want to support people so yeah yeah and I feel like you're like trying to give back in a way that like was given to you that's really cool yeah and I don't really try to do that intentionally but I think it just comes naturally maybe and in some ways I'm trying to um focus on focusing on myself (laughs) in the past few weeks actually I've identified that as a healing point for me so yeah it's it's been interesting (laughs) I want to get into that like so much, but I feel like we'll get way too off topic. (laughs) Okay. So we wanted to start off the podcast with your morning routine because we love watching your Instagram stories. And I can tell that this is a big part of your day. So get super descriptive with us. Yeah. Yeah. Morning routines are a very big, big, big deal to me. I'm a big believer that how you set up your mornings is how you're going to set up your day. Um, And you know, it starts by obviously like the small things of like making your bed, you know, and I kind of like tricked my mind of like, if I don't make my bed, I'll be tired, you know, (laughs) so it's like, make your bed and you won't be tired, you won't get back into it. Um, I've been waking up, I've been doing hot lemon water. Um, I'm sure you guys have seen that all over the gram, yes. um, the lemon cube crew. Um, so hot lemon water just to like wake my body up. And then um, I've been staring at the sun and that sounds so unhealthy, but looking at the sun to, you know, wake my mind up. Um, I've been trying to do this and all of this is yes, to set up my body for the day and my, and my productivity, but also honestly, like get ready for sleep and having like a really good sleep. Um, that's really important to me, but yeah, so I'll, I'll do that. Um, in the mornings, in the mornings, I like to read a lot of growth books or listen to audio books on growth. So right now I've been reading Unleashed, which is a leadership book on how to lead people in big organizations. And then I've been listening to Siddhartha on my walks with Tofu in the morning um, on the Scottsdale Green Belt. So yeah, just some growth books just to kind of like prep me for the day. And then I really just get to work. Um, I work full time with my full-time job, obviously, um, and I try to do things for the Orange Home on the side when I have time, but um, I did point this out. I did want to mention that I only do this Monday through Friday, um, and I just want to make sure that I put that as a guideline for myself as a balance, you know, because since it's so structured, I need to have, like, freedom, you know, and, like, making sure that I have that balance into my routine is really important. So yeah, I really like that. Yeah, I feel like sometimes if you hold yourself too strict to this routine, and then you have like a plan on the weekend, and it's like, oh, it's gonna ruin my whole day because I can't do my routine. Yeah, Um, yeah, I think that's like, the biggest part of even like intuitive eating, you know, like, you can only eat so many salads and like healthy macros and foods like you got to enjoy and have that balance too. So I've kind of just learned that balance has been the most, you know, 
realistic way for me to achieve what I want and my goals. What time do you wake up? Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Go ahead. Yeah. What time do you wake up? And then what time do you start work? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I've been waking up closer to the when the sun wakes up. <laughs> so like six, six thirty. Um, and then I don't start work until probably eight thirty nine. So that that morning time is really focused on myself. You know, I don't have kids yet, so I'm able to have that time to myself. But you know, I I like to think that this time to myself is getting me ready for those busy times of when I do become a mom or, you know, because that is like my longest um, dream. So I love that. No, I feel like too, coming from like the mom aspect of it, like you're setting such good foundations for yourself exactly, yeah. to then transition because I feel like that's something I've personally been lacking a ton. And now like trying to get back into that is way harder because it's not like I can just be like okay I'm doing this tomorrow I'm like I I mentioned it before we started recording I tried to wake up at like 5 5 30 and my son woke up so like if I didn't have my son which I would never not want him I hope that doesn't come out that way but having that beforehand I feel like now preps you like to transition I don't know I think that's awesome yeah okay so i I feel like you are acting like your orange home is like a little side thing, but it's actually a really big thing. You have grown it to be this like amazing platform. And if anyone doesn't follow you, I just want to like make that, I want to boast about you for that a little bit because I'm seeing you won't do it yourself. (laughs) Um, But what made you start the orange home and what were your original intentions with it? Yeah. So I really did not think it was going to be where it was today at all. Um, and I mainly started it because when quarantine started at the beginning of last year, a whole year ago, um, I stopped traveling for work because I used to travel for work for my full-time job like once a week. Um, wow. And I was home more. I also just moved into our new home, our first home. And so I was posting a bunch of home updates on my personal account Um, and I, so I was really, I just wanted to create a new page because I didn't want to, you know, annoy all my friends of like all these home posts and things. Um, but I actually always knew that I wanted to start something like this, like a blog of some sort. Um, I know, I remember like when I was in LA, living in LA, I started even like a, a watercolor, um, car, greeting card business. I made like two sales. One one was my boyfriend, um, <laughs> but I always, I always like wanted to do something like that. So I feel like I was just so excited that I found something like this to put my my passion towards and my focus towards. Um, so yeah, I really didn't intend though for it to grow as fast as it did. Um, and yeah, it, it's been so crazy. I still am out of disbelief. So do you feel like starting a fresh account was almost like the move for your growth? Does that make sense? Because I feel like sometimes on accounts that you already have, if you try to go a different direction, it could almost like, I don't know, I don't want to say hurt you, but um, just like a fresh start. Yeah, I've actually been giving advice to some friends that are starting, you know, they want to start a blog and stuff like that. And my number one advice is to start a new page. Um, That way you can really focus on what your niche is, what your topic is. 
And I feel like a lot of the times when you're posting, you have like post paralysis because you don't believe that your audience will like this or want this. So when you start a new page, like you don't have that concern in the back of your mind, you know? And as much as people might say like, oh, I don't care. Like I'll post whatever my friends will see and support me anyway. You still are hesitant to do that. So yeah, I definitely encourage um, starting a whole new account for that. Yeah. Okay, I want to add, because you're at like 124,000 or something followers, right? Yeah, yeah. That is crazy. Okay, so in the intro, because you weren't here for our intro, I told everyone to look you up so that they can kind of have like a little background um, as we're talking, but that is just insane. One year, that much growth, like, that is so impressive. It's been, you know, again, like I didn't plan for this at all, but during the time of my growth uh, or when I started Orange Home, Reels also launched as a new um, product for uh, Instagram. And in my belief, I think Instagram was incentivizing users that were creating Reels and growing them a lot because they were trying to compete with TikTok. And I know, um, you know, the biggest the biggest incentive or the biggest reason why Instagram and apps exist, they want people to spend more time on their apps. And so um, creating content and, and getting ahead of reels, honestly, was one of the biggest growth drivers for me. And I still see that with, with users today. Yeah. I feel like that's such a good like tip if someone wants to grow an account, like you were saying, you were talking to your friends and stuff like that. To just like pay attention to what's new and start doing it because there's a reason why like you said they're pushing it um but I also feel like you I'm like totally I just love your account if you can't tell but <laughs> I feel like you also have put in so much hard work consistently like every single day I look at your stories I see like your morning routines and like what you're doing and everything looks so beautiful and it it looks effortless but it also looks like thoughtful if that makes sense and yeah, intentional yeah. And I just think that's a huge part too. Yeah. yeah, I try to be very intentional of what I post um, because, well, A, I, since I do have a full-time job, it helps me organize what kind of content I want to post in that day. And Instagram stories was created to tell a story, you know, and so I want to make sure that it's a theme. It's a story that I'm, I'm telling for that day. So that's why you see like, Monday routines, you know, what we ate Wednesdays, house to-do lists, like these pockets and themes of stories, honestly, for my own sanity to make sure that I'm, you know, organized in that way and and not posting randomly. Um, But also it helps me batch content. It helps me, you know, create a story for my followers and audience to follow along with and enjoy. Um, But yeah, that's a little bit of why I do the themes and and the story shares, I guess. So if you guys aren't already following Jess, then, or if you are already following Jess, then you know she is like the best DIYs and has built some really awesome things around her house. And honestly, like Kylene and I were talking about this before, like you are so impressive with the handiwork that you can do. So like, were you always this handy? Like we were like, we're impressed. Like you don't even need a man. Like you got it down. (laughs) No, um, it's funny. I, my parents were, are both pretty handy. Um, it's 
really funny to mention this, but my dad, my parents both say that my first words were Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't believe that's true, but I do, I do remember my childhood. I was, you know, going to Home Depot and spending a lot of time with my dad there. He's very handy. He's an AC repairman, especially in Arizona, like was always so busy. Um, but he had to learn those skills himself and, and kind of figure out things on his own. And being immigrants, you don't really have money to hire, you know, help and mentors to help you with that. So he had to figure it out himself. So we were always doing some sort of house project growing up. And I think that's where I kind of helped and, you know, leaned in and, you know, learned a lot from my dad from that DIY dad. I love that. I feel like it's so cool too, because you realize how much your parents affect you. And it just like makes me want to like be more aware of what I'm like putting out into the world for my own son. But no, I just really love that. And I'm sure your parents love seeing like what you took from them and like what you're making of it. I think that's super cool. Yeah. Um, okay. So someone who loves house projects, DIYs, but does not feel capable. Do you have tips for them? What like what would you suggest they start doing? Just anything like that. Yeah, totally. I think this can start when, in two parts. One, um, ask for help, you know, um, and look for help like that, especially when you're first starting out and knowing, like, for instance, um, going to Lowe's or Home Depot, they can make huge cuts of wood for you because they have those big machines there. So kind of leaning on that um, and doing the small work at home with, you know, with the nail gun or, or a drill on your own. Um, but honestly, just start and practice, you know, like YouTube is, has everything on there. Like you can literally, you know, make pasta to make a door, you know, on YouTube. <laughs> um, but I think that's the best part is like just practicing and learning as you go and I honestly didn't really pick up my own first nail gun or miter saw until last year when I was at home myself without the help of my dad or you know someone else so now doing that and having that practice like I learned as I went and like was like okay well next time I'm not going to do this or xyz so just learning that and and showing how you can do it to your, you know, do it yourself. And it's really empowering as well as like being able to do that on your own when you definitely did not think you could. So yeah, I think just starting small with small projects with, with a nail gun or a drill and then, and then practicing, you know. So I want to switch it up a little bit and go into your work-life balance. So you're working two full-time jobs and that has to be very difficult. So how do you organize your life? Yes, it is very difficult. And I'm still learning as I go since, you know, I'm still figuring out this whole orange home situation. But um, I think the biggest thing is prioritizing. I, you know, make a lot of lists. I put lists in, and tasks into time blocks. Um, that way I could better focus and things like that obviously are, are really valuable, but just really, you know, um, prioritizing and understanding the urgencies of what I need to get done first um, is the biggest thing. But I think the biggest learning has been not to multitask. Um, and I think people think, 
or there's, you know, a misconception that multitasking is good. You can do a lot of things at once and you're really efficient in that way. But it's at the same time, like your outcome won't be as good for that one, you know, task or whatever it may be. So making sure that you can focus on what that task is and and really maximizing your effort into each individual task is the most important thing that I've learned in the past year. So all of that really comes with prioritizing. And so, yeah, balancing that has been has been tough. Um, and then as a people leader in my full-time job, um, it's been very important for me to empower my teams. Um, and I think that's the most important tool as a leader is making sure that I give them the resources, empower them to make decisions. Um, and that has really helped me with my productivity too, you know, and, and being able to give them feedback to be the best leaders themselves. So that definitely helps. Um, yeah. That's a little bit, I guess, about how I organize all that. <laughs> I seriously am like trying to stay quiet because I feel like there's so many things I'm like, oh, I love that. I love that. <laughs> I don't want Same. it to be like me, like saying that the whole time. But for anyone listening, I feel like taking what you just said and implying it to their own life and their own work is huge. I feel like even just like, I always refer things back to motherhood because that's just literally my life right now. But um even just like delegating help to other people and not feeling like you have to do every little thing. I'm a type A person that always feels like I have to do everything. And so I feel like, like you're saying, like empowering other people to like know what to do and do it on their own is like huge. So yeah, I hope people can take what you're saying. If it's not completely relative to their own life, they can kind of like switch it around. Um, What is the hardest part for you when it comes to balancing your work? Yeah. Um, so this is kind of funny and I'm still learning about this as well, but I am an Enneagram too. I don't know if you guys like Enneagram. I am too. Uh-huh. You are? Yeah. Uh-huh. Two and oh, three. Yes. I imagine that's what you are. Wing <laughs> three. So at a fault, I am a very much so like, you know, I want to help people. I want to host people, but also comes with that is you want to please people too. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the hardest thing about balancing work is like, I just want to continuously make people happy, you know? And Mm -hmm. so the, the biggest learning with that was setting boundaries, you know, and like saying no to things and making sure that when I say no to things, obviously there's a solution behind it, but I just need to always remember to myself. And after many years of working professionally is like, it's okay to say no, you know? And, um, I need to do what's right. I need to do what's enough. And, I think that's the best way to balance work is setting boundaries. It's funny because that was our last episode. I don't know if you really? heard it or saw it, but we talked all about boundaries. So super yes. fitting. <laughs> perfect. So something. Oh, sorry. Oh, I was going to say perfect segue. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. So something I really struggle with is finding inspiration after long days of work. Where do you find your inspiration? Honestly, this question is difficult because I still am like looking for inspiration all the time, but I was thinking about this more and I feel like the best way to get inspiration is, you know, you can scan and pin things for as long as you want, you know, and in terms of design um, or, you know, 
things that you want to look pretty like you can look on Instagram and pin things and bookmark things but at the end of the day I feel like in being to be inspired is putting yourself around inspirational people you know and like-minded people that you want to be and achieve to be so spending time with those people and, and surrounding yourself with them I think that's one of the biggest um, ways to get inspiration, you know, and, and learning where their drive comes from. And, um, you know, I like to say that, like, the more time you spend with people, the more you become them, in a sense. And so that's a lot of like, you know, my inspiration is to be the best person, the best, not person, but I meant the best version of myself, you know, and, and the way that you can do that is by, you know, learning from others and, and, being around people like that so yeah I love that too much (laughs) um okay we're gonna jump back to social media and growth so like we've mentioned you grew to 125,000 followers within a year Uh, I know we kind of mentioned a couple tips so if some of them are a little bit repeat it's okay to like skip over them but do you have any other tips for growing on social media or a brand or a blog or anything like that yeah Um, So the growth definitely comes from my full-time job mindset as well. In my full-time job, I'm a brand manager where I focus on consumer marketing and audience marketing um, for our products. And I feel like I was able to translate that a little bit into Orange Home to understand, you know, what is the audience? What is the niche that I'm really looking at and engaging with? So with that, you know, the number one thing is to create value. Like I said before, the app's goal is to have more users spend time on the app. And so it's gonna incentivize um, accounts and content creators that create valuable content. So basically like the more someone spends time on your, you know, scrolling, they're scrolling with their thumb, the more that they can stop on your content and slow down you know, and see your content, that counts as, you know, high engagement to Instagram. So they're going to incentivize that content and bring it up, um, whether it's on the explore page and the algorithm in general. So that's the number one thing is creating value. To start off, it's definitely, second thing is to niche down. Um, It's so important to focus on the audience that you're trying to win and the one, the audience that you, uh, it's, let me back up. To niche down, you have to make sure that you are credible in the subject that you are a subject matter expert in, you know. Um, Once you gain that trust from your followers, then you can talk about a range of things, whether it's lifestyle or fashion, whatever it may be. You you just really have to niche down and, like, answer those questions that consumers have, you know, like, there is a website, um, I actually don't know the URL, but there's a website out there that shows what people are putting into Google based on topics. Um, so it's like, you know, um, hairstyles for spring, you know, what they're looking, they're plugging that into Google, but the website actually outputs, you know, basically content ideas. It's like how to get cute hairstyles, how to um, have healthier hair, how to do this. And I don't know why I picked hair as a subject because I have no idea. 
I'm like, some more ideas. But basically, when you when you think about it that way, you are basically wanting to create content to answer questions that people have, you know, and that's value. That that's just adding value to them. And then third, and I said this before, is show up intentionally. You know, um, I I want to say like when people are looking at your content, like you kind of have to have that story. You kind of have to have that engagement from them. Um, so that's why I like to batch my content and to have a topic that I talk about that day versus having random shares because it engages them to tune in and understand what this, where the story is going basically. So, yeah. My mind is just like turning. I know. I'm like, I need a notepad and a pen. (laughs) I'm going to re-listen to this. I'm going to save your timeline. And if you start to see me doing things that you say, it's 100% because of you. Yes. I love that. Okay. So what are your future plans for the Orange Home Instagram? Um, that is a great question. I'm still trying to figure that out. I, I'm always testing things uh, with my audience and how they engage with different content. Um, because at the end of the day, I just want to make sure what I create is suited for my audience, you know? And so, my mission is to host people, whether that is digitally or in real life. So I want to, you know, maybe one day big dreams is to host a venue or do something on a larger scale. Who knows where that may be, but, um, you know, right now I'm still kind of testing things out. Um, I've been doing a lot of brand partnerships, um, and seeing how that really reacts, you know, it's still kind of like, almost icky to me but at the same time like that's how I'm influenced and how I learn about products too so I'm kind of trying to do that in the most organic way and making sure that I um you know it's suited for my audience and then in terms of our house you know geez I have like a huge project list that I want to do I it probably you're probably shocked you're like your house seems done like what else can you do? But there's always something that I want to do here. So again, got to prioritize and write that list down to focus on what tasks we have. So yeah. No, I totally get that. I feel like I'm always telling my husband things I want to do, but we don't actually do them because we don't like know how to do it, if that makes sense. But no, that, that is so fun. Forward, you guys did it. That I had someone do. I traded <laughs> with them. <laughs> So I did use my own professional skills to get that traded, but we did not do that. (laughs) Okay. We have just a few more questions here. Um, The next one's kind of switching over just to like yourself and your family time and that kind of thing. And we're just curious how you prioritize that. Yeah. um, I mean, myself is something that I'm trying to focus more on, as I kind of mentioned. Um, And you know, that's like the mornings to myself, you know, is really important to me, but also like making sure once a week that I can, you know, have that self-care Sunday, quite literally, you know, to focus yeah. on myself. Um, and that is something that I'm still kind of trying to make a priority, honestly. Um, so yeah, that, that one's still learning for me. Um, Maybe another podcast episode. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Once I get those learnings. Um, I'd love to hear what you come up with. <laughs> yeah. um, but most recently, my partner, my boyfriend, he just got a new job um, as an EMT. 
So his schedule has been so wild. And we used to be together, like, you know, obviously with quarantine, I'm sure everyone feels that way, but um, we were together all the time. And now going from having someone around me all the time and feeling like I had to kind of host them, it's like that whole Enneagram 2 thing again. But um, I love it. <laughs> alone time has been so weird. I'm, I'm like, what do I do with this time? It's such an adjustment to me. So um, figuring that out. And also like quarantine is lifting, world is turning back on, I'm able to be with my family again we, we were self distancing quite a bit just to you know make sure that their health was you know good and and so we are starting to see each other again so adjusting to that and social things is going to be quite a journey for all of us I'm sure I agree. so I agree that <laughs> okay so our favorite question to ask is what is a book or podcast that you're obsessed with Yes. Um, so I'm a big more so book and Netflix person. I think it's like um, more visuals, maybe like with Netflix, I love seeing and, you know, almost like traveling to another place. And that's um, a big thing for quarantine. I'm sure everyone feels this way, too. But like, <laughs> for example, Queen's Gambit was I don't know if you guys watched it yet, but such a beautiful piece it was filmed beautifully and took place in like amazing areas so that was like a really fun place for me to go <laughs> virtually and then um yes books I love you know like I talked about growth books um I love like a good fictional book at night um just to, as like a form of entertainment almost I'm actually reading um what is that called little fires big little fires or little oh fires. yes Yes, reading that right now. So I heard there was a, a series on it actually. So is I'm, that off of Big Little Lies? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, I'm not sure. I think it's a. I don't know. It's like in Reese Witherspoon's like book club. So yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. I haven't read it, but I've heard really good things about it. Yeah, so far so good. And then I honestly l- watch YouTube or listen to YouTube like their podcasts. Me too. Um, I love, I'm a big YouTube consumer, um, and I, one of my favorite YouTubers, she's a vlogger on there, her name's Jen M, um, she's one I of follow my, her. yeah, she's one of my favorites on there, I could literally just, like, put that on and, like, you know, do my thing and listen to it like a podcast, so, yeah, that's a little bit of what I like to consume. Are you, okay, so Kylene had to walk away for a second, but she's a really big, like, she'll be working, and then she'll have YouTube on on like her big tv is like background noise are you similar like that like you have to have some sort of sound in the background um I kind of go in waves like I'll like be really interested in something you know it's like once you find like a lunch that you love you like want to have it every day it's like I I'll go like weeks with like listening to stuff on youtube or music on spotify um but then I'll like all of a sudden be listening to silence and be totally okay with it like completely focused and be okay with silence so yeah it kind of I'm the same way like it just like depends on my mood yeah yeah so okay so let's plug yourself like I know we've already mentioned your Instagram but just in case anyone forgot give us all your ads I know you have a TikTok as well um so where can everyone find you at 
is at the.orange.home. So the orange home. And is that the same for TikTok and Instagram? TikTok, same for Instagram. We also have a blog. (laughs) Um, But yeah, come on in and follow. And I would love to host you. Yeah, you have like the best links. Like anytime I'm like, I really need like, I don't know, something random at my house. I'm like, maybe you've tagged it. And I'll like go through all of like your Amazon links and like your blog links. It's probably because I just love to shop, which is a problem. But <laughs> Same, clearly. <laughs> yes. Um, Kylene, do you want to do the outro? Yeah, sorry. My AirPods died, so I didn't know if the audio would be good. So that's why you kind of lost me. You're good. And Rocky has joined us for anyone listening. So if it's a little off, I apologize. But Thank you so much, Jessica, for coming on. Seriously, I like cannot wait to re-listen to this episode. I feel like super inspired and it's something that I selfishly needed because it's been it's been a rough transition over here. So I appreciate you. Um, for anyone listening, don't forget to follow Jessica at The Orange Home. And then don't forget to follow us as well at Go Get It Girl Podcast um, on Instagram just to stay up to date with everything that we have going on. Um, we appreciate all of you guys listening. We hope you guys have a great week and go get it. Girl. Go get it girl. We forgot to tell you about that. I know. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I totally just